If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Trevibu, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I will be talking about the possibility of Animal Crossing Switch at E3, and we're going to be preparing for the next Animal Crossing game. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hello, Chewie. I'm doing quite well. There is some type of Animal Crossing smell in the air. It smells like a month away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's starting to smell like wet dog all over the place. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm feeling excited these days. I'm just pumped that we are getting every second that passes is getting us closer to finally oh. seeing this game. And w- I'm there. I'm there. I'm at the point where I just... I mean, I guess I've been there, you know, I say it all the time. I'm always there. And there just happens to be ready to see Animal Crossing. Yes. Um, so let's, let's get into it. Since I, I feel like we both want to talk about this. Will Animal Crossing be at E3? So I've broken down. Um, well, in the past, I've talked about how, uh, how Animal Crossing has been treated at previous E3s, you know? And yes. early on, we saw there was a lot of love for the game. Even, I guess, starting back in, like, 2002, the game was already out. And they started yeah. talking about just, like, connecting the Game Boy Advance to your GameCube, for example. And that giving you the feature of going to the island. They actually promised a lot of different things that didn't happen. <laughs> like, downloading or being able to design clothes on your Game Boy. And... um Yeah, just several other things that didn't really happen. But I wanted to talk about specifically E3 since 2015, because 2015 was the last E3 that we saw Animal Crossing, and that was now four years ago. (laughs) Which, that's a long time, you know? Yes. Um, So I I also want to get your opinion on how you feel about these things. Um, So the specific question I'm going to ask for each year is, for 2015... And it's going to change for each year. But were you expecting to see Animal Crossing at that point? Um, because I was. Yes. No, I definitely was. One for the Wii U. Yes. Yeah, that just felt... It, it felt like there was a lot of rumbling around. A lot of people were like, yeah, you know, New Leaf, it was great. It did a great job. But the Wii U, man, we want HD Animal Crossing. The gamepad to, like, have our inventory and stuff is the perfect kind of solution for the game, you know? Yes. Um, so it, it felt like it was going to fit really well on that console. And so we did, in fact, see Animal Crossing that year. <laughs> we saw Happy Home Designer, and then I don't think there was another game. I know, and it, it would have been perfect, <laughs> uh, you know, an HD Animal Crossing on the Wii U, but no, no. Yeah, that never happened. <laughs> there was not a single game of Animal Crossing on the Wii U at all. (laughs) Right, especially a really fun one. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely not a fun Animal Crossing (laughs) game. Um, So we did get Amiibo Festival. 
on the Wii U, and nobody was expecting this. Everybody no. <laughs> was expect. We were all expecting Animal Crossing, like a mainline game. We yes. weren't expecting uh, Amiibo Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which, you know, I was open to it because I love party games. I've always loved Mario Party. I love board games. And I was like, awesome. Animal Crossing in a board game style. I am excited about this. And then unfortunately, there wasn't really a reason to be excited for it. <laughs> right, right. And not only that, but also, you know, the disappointment that, okay, we're not getting... Even a port of New Leaf, but I think everyone just wanted a new mainline game. And if we're getting a Mabel Festival, we're not getting a mainline game pretty much, at least not this year or the year after. So it was a little bit disappointing. Yeah, and you know, the one thing that I was very happy about, though, we're seeing... We saw Happy Home Designer, which we knew about going into this uh, E3. Yes. Um, I think they showed it maybe in February... The uh, earlier that year, right? Mm-hmm. Sometime earlier in the year, they showed it, but I was excited to see more about it, you know, because um, I was open to, uh, I guess a side, a spinoff title for Animal <laughs> Crossing because <laughs> it's something we've never gotten before. Um, and then you know the extra thing was of course Amiibo Festival, and though I wasn't overall pumped about it, I was really happy about how much coverage each of those games received at Treehouse, oh, at the gotcha. Nintendo Treehouse. So I feel like once we see this Animal Crossing game, the floodgates are kind of going to open. Like we're going to get a full in-depth presentation of this new game. And, and I don't know, I'm going to explode with happiness. But watch <laughs> it, breaking down Every single clip of what we see at that point is going to be yes. my life's work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to spend however much time I need to spend just to analyze every single little <laughs> thing in whatever type of footage we get. Right, so right. be it the trailer during the presentation. And then I'm really just hoping that we get a full like 40 minute treehouse segment, which is like not outside the realm of possibility, no. you know? Yeah, I think it's very, very likely too. Yeah, so so that's 2015. And then things changed after that, at least for Animal Crossing oh, yes. fans. Like, <laughs> I feel at this point there was kind of no reason to believe that an Animal Crossing game was coming to the Wii U. I think that was like the last opportunity. And so 2016 rolls around. <sighs> what did you think? Did you think that there was still some hope for Animal Crossing on Wii U? Ideally, yes, but I think even before E3 actually happened, Nintendo kind of said our only game at the show is going to be Breath of the Wild, and it's our our big focus, and that just took any hope away, and, you know, it's it kind of, eventually they actually, they talk about a few other games, especially at the Treehouse events, and they even released uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. I love that game. Yeah, like, <laughs> on you know, it's out now type of thing. But even so, the fact that the Wii U got just basically Zelda, it just told you that not only we were in, getting Animal Crossing, but the Wii U was in such an advanced stage of its death <laughs> mm-hmm. that it wasn't, it wasn't getting one, really. Yeah, I'll say there's this interview. I'll ask my friend about it. My friend Connor, who was on episode three of this podcast, 
Uh, so very early on. But Connor, he directed me to an interview that was with, um, I think it was with Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> and so he, he was very open. He's always like pretty open in interviews. I think that's why they don't have them have him do too yes. many because <laughs> he flips up like saying things like Pikmin 4 is almost ready or, you know, it gets translated to Pikmin 4 is almost ready. So people freak out about that and they're still waiting. Um, but you know what? Pikmin 4 fans or Pikmin fans in general, I'm one. So I'm saying this to myself too. <laughs> Pikmin 3 came out after New Leaf. So we've been waiting longer. For an Animal Crossing mainline title, <laughs> then Pikmin, just to set the record straight. Um, I think Pikmin 4, 3 came out in July, and um, Animal Crossing was in June. Yes. <laughs> so, just, just saying, I'm not going <laughs> to, you know. And, you know, it, it, Animal Crossing came out even earlier in Japan, so right, we right. got like a whole seven months. Yes. It, seven to eight months. Okay, off topic. Anyways, Miyamoto, he did mention in uh, an interview pretty early in the Wii U's life cycle that the Wii U was not doing great. Nintendo was not happy with the performance that they've seen with the Wii U sales. So I feel like their movement away from the Wii U started very early on. Yes. Like a lot earlier than people know. So I think 2016... Considering it's like 2017's the release of the Switch, like they're hard at work on Switch games at this mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Like they're getting ready for the launch year that we got, which was Zelda, Mario, like the two big hitters. Yes. And Nintendo. And then what confirmed the, my thought that like Animal Crossing wasn't coming to the Wii U was them essentially saying exactly what you said. Zelda only at E3. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. all they're going to talk about. And, you know, it was worth it. Zelda's a great game. Nobody nobody is able to, to, to deny that. They can say they don't like it as much as others, but I think they you can still recognize that it's a very good game. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but regardless, 2016 was for sure the quietest year of my life in Nintendo. <laughs> yes. Um, there was nothing going on. They dwindled down. I think the only release that year was... Paper Mario Color Splash? I yes. I don't think there was anything else that year. No, I was trying to I was trying to remember. And you know what? I actually for for Zelda Breath of the Wild I did a media blackout as much as I could. So I knew very little about that game, so I didn't watch this E three basically, so it it was so empty for me. Yeah, that's a quiet year. Yep, yep. <laughs> um so then 2017 rolls around and oh just to recap i did not think we were going to see animal crossing at e3 ah. 2016 <laughs> um and i don't think you did either right no no okay 2017 did you think animal crossing was going to be at this one no I, I i didn't think so did you Me neither no ah. no <laughs> um you know what's funny i think in maybe a month or two before i put out a video and my question was, is Animal Crossing going to be a launch title on the Switch? And my answer was no. I think I put that video out like the February before E3 2017. So yeah, February 2017. And so I was not expecting to see Animal Crossing at this E3. I was like, you know, it takes a lot 
of writing to really complete these games. Right. Um, they're writing like books worth of dialogue and just other things that I didn't see it being ready, especially with them just putting out games like Zelda, Mario, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like those are all huge titles that are going to take so much work, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So at this one, I didn't think it was happening. And the direct, of course, was just a general kind of direct. They showed us a lot of different things that were coming. Um, and it was actually their, it's been their most general since in a bit, you know? Yes, that's true. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the big one. 2018. Did you think Animal Crossing was going to be at the C3? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. It was, it was a given back then. <laughs> Me too. We were so ready. <laughs> I thought this was the first year that I could, I let myself get crazy. And because I was thinking like, it'd been a good, that's three years after the fact, after the last time Animal Crossing was there, you know? Yes. Um, so three years, it's a long time to wait. It's a decent chunk of life right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Pocket Camp had been generating buzz for the series. Yeah, I think earlier that year they had announced their mobile titles. Um, or no, they, they'd already released Pocket Camp at that time. Um, 2017 was when they announced the mobile yes. titles. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was even 2016 when they announced they were working on Animal Crossing. That's right, because it, it definitely took a while. Yeah, it took a long time for that game to come out, but now it's out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but regardless, like we felt like 2018... We're coming off of Pocket Camp. The buzz is there. People are like, awesome. We got an Animal Crossing mobile game. There are clearly more people who have been introduced to this series. Yes. And there are tons more who are like super let down by the game. And so they were <laughs> ready. They were just like, this, you know, this is a mobile game. It's not really what I like to play. They're never really fulfilling for me. Give me that mainline Animal Crossing. So if anything, like they sparked the fan base again a little bit yes. by th- reminding them that they want a mainline Animal Crossing game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was like, it, it just felt like it was time. It was time to let us know. And unfortunately, we were a few months ahead of schedule <laughs> because <laughs> this this one just focused on Smash. That was the main focus. And then it wasn't until later in the year that Animal Crossing was revealed it's coming it's happening (laughs) um so yeah we we all know what happened Uh, we had a very depressing live e3 show after that yes (laughs) (laughs) but here we here we are 2019 we are in may 29 days from this show currently uh 28 if you're listening to this now because it's probably tuesday for you um but we're we're here and what do you think? Is Animal Crossing going to be at E3 2019? I think it has to, but I don't know if this makes sense. I think it made more sense last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I think it has to be shown this year because it's coming out this year as far as they keep telling us. Yeah, that's that's the same story they've been giving us this whole time. <laughs> We've announced Animal Crossing. It's coming 2019. Stop doubting it. It's not Metroid. It's coming. <laughs> like, that's all That's all they've really... And they haven't really, like, told us flat out. Like, it's been in through investor meetings kind of stuff, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not... 
it, they're not telling us any otherwise. So for now, I feel like we have no reason to doubt Animal Crossing is going to be here. And this is this year's different because the the previous years we had no idea that an Animal Crossing game was on the way uh, outside of 2015. There was nothing prior to 2016, 17, or 18 that said Animal Crossing, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, I mean, you could say 2018 where they didn't announce it during, like, the Pocket Camp Direct. They were just like, no 3DS news, no Switch news. And why are they still throwing the 3DS in there? I want to point out really quickly, <laughs> this E3, they are not talking about 3DS games. There's no mention of them. No. In their announcement. They said just 2019 Switch titles. That's what they said. Yes. The 3DS is dead. It's got to be at this point. (laughs) Um, Which I think, you know, it's time. It's a, what, seven-year-old console at this point? Yes, yes. It it, it is time. And, you know, it led to a lot of good things. And we have a lot of good memories. And I know a lot of us have a huge backlog still of uh, good 3DS games to play. But... Yes, it it is time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm happy to have the three three DS that I have, and you know some games that I'll be able to revisit and have some fun with in the future. Yes. And yeah, so it's it's solid. It's a great system, <laughs> and I'm glad I'm glad it exists because it gave us the best Animal Crossing game too. Um. So, anyways, um, I did I did want to recap some of the things that we know are coming that we probably are going to hear about at this E3. So mm. there's Super Mario Maker 2, Fire Emblem Three Houses. These two both have dates already. Release dates are set for yes. these two games. But, you know, this is their, probably going to be their last direct before these two games come out because June is just later that month. June, I think, 28th for Mario Maker. Um, yes yeah 28th and then july 26th for fire emblem so there's no direct in between e3 and those release dates so they've got to show up there you know yes and not only there i think these two are going to be a big focus of the treehouse definitely oh yeah yeah since they're going to be coming out there really soon especially I I want so badly to see like a Super Mario Maker 2 tournament where people are Ooh. racing on those Nintendo made levels because they did that with Super Mario Maker when that came out in oh. 2015 I think. Yes. <laughs> and that was so much fun. That was one of the most funny 3s to watch in general. Um <laughs> They did they did well 2015. I mean, we didn't get the Animal Crossing games we wanted, but there was a lot of fun stuff there. So, um outside of those two games, we have Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pokémon Sword and Shield, Ooh. and of course, Animal Crossing Coming Home or <laughs> you know, Switch. I keep saying Coming Home. I'm attached to this title now. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good title because it's finally coming to a home console near you. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but though, though a lot, I, I want to reiterate this point because I, as I think about it a little more, it makes more sense to me. Though we were very disappointed that the February Direct did not have Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing wasn't the only game missing at that Direct. 
there wasn't any mention of Luigi's Mansion 3, which was the other like big new game that was announced at that September Direct back in 2018, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I And they didn't really talk about any of the other games that they announced back then. They just kind of have made us wait, which lets me think that anything past August is like where they're thinking for the range of these games, because they obviously want to talk about them closer to release. Right. And this is kind of the closest we're going to get to release for these things. <laughs> um, just to put that into perspective, E3 2018, which was mostly Smash, I'd say the only other big Nintendo game that was announced there was Super Mario Party. And that came out in October. Mm-hmm. And so I think after that, there weren't really any new games that Nintendo talked about outside of Luigi's Mansion and Animal Crossing later on, you know? Yes, correct. And I feel like they kind of set themselves up to talk about those games because Luigi had already gotten a character reveal trailer where he had where he had a new Poltergust, and then they weren't going to reveal Isabel for Smash without telling us Animal Crossing was coming. Yes. <laughs> so those two games, like, they kind of had reasons to show them. Otherwise, I feel like they would have waited for E3 2018, or uh, this year, to show <laughs> them for the first time. Um, so I don't know. It's got to be time. It just has to. <laughs> it's got to be time. And I'm trying to think of a game that they have pretty much announced at E3 and came out within the year, like you said, Super um, Super Mario Party. And in a way, it concerns me that Animal Crossing is... It should be a game like that. You know, it gets announced and it should come out this year. Because I want to think that Animal Crossing is bigger than Mario Party and it should get shown much sooner than that. I don't... I'm not concerned that it's going to be New Leaf 1.5, you know, just a little bit of an upgrade. No, I, I I think Nintendo knows that this has to be a big improvement, especially after so many years. But it does... It just... I wonder why they haven't shown it. I There has to be a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... my uh, uh, the, the list of games I listed... The, there are one, two, three, four, five, six games that I listed. Mm-hmm. Mario Maker, Fire Emblem, Luigi's Mansion, Link's Awakening, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Animal Crossing. I think they're trying to avoid a one-man show, which was Smash last year. Oh, okay. I think they got they got kind of some backlash yes. after that show. I think a lot of people were not happy that smash was the main focus like it took up 20 minutes of the 45 minute direct <laughs> nearly 50 yes. percent of it you know yes so people were not happy with that type of showing and i think they're avoiding that and they're trying to focus in on showing more games um and it, this is one of the rare cases where for some reason people want quantity over quality <laughs> um yes And so, and I think that's kind of what it is because like they have the rest of the week doing the Nintendo Treehouse show and that's where they add the quality aspect, you know? That's right. Um, I think people want more of the quick paced, fast news. Here's a lot of cool stuff that's coming. And then the Treehouse is like, let's dig into it some more. That's right. And out of the, you know, the first two games, uh, Super Mario Maker 2 and Fire Emblem, I think since those are going to be so close to releasing by the time E3 comes around, 
I think they're going to mention them quickly in the direct presentation itself, and they're going to get most of the info in the treehouse. So that leaves most of the presentation open for the other games. Uh, I expect a lot of Luigi's Mansion and a lot of Animal Crossing because Pokemon, who knows, they might do their own thing like they did last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pokemon typically likes to do their own thing, which exactly. So I expect, I'm hoping they do at least like a direct thing. Last year was kind of weird where they just kind of, <laughs> they secretly invited a bunch of press people to a, a meeting in Japan or something. And they showed off all of this new Pokemon stuff that was coming. And we only really got the news through Twitter one random night yes. <laughs> when that was happening. So not i i'd rather see something i want right. i want to see something that's prepared for the general audience not just like press people you know yes correct and so i'm hoping they do something especially i a new generation on switch that's worth doing something this yes. is the first home console <laughs> pokemon game and this is something oh, you wow. and i we've been, we're pumped we've been waiting for this for a yes. long time <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, th there's a very good chance that we'll already have gotten some good Pokemon Sword and Shield footage, and they can focus even more on Animal Crossing. Right. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nintendo. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, because there's been so many months, so many years without knowing any info. Knowing no info, seeing no visuals, either video or screenshots, you know, they have to be piling up, and they have to take up a good chunk of this presentation, I think. Yeah, and this is year six without a mainline Animal Crossing game. Yes. <laughs> it, the wait needs to end. <laughs> um, so cool. We both think it's happening. I think it's... I'm excited. I'm really... That's all, that's all I can be at this point. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> right, right. I, I honestly... I don't want to think about it too much because I... I I, I start boiling. I get too excited. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. And so I think pretty soon we'll start talking more about like our E3 plans and what we're planning for that day for the show, um, what we're doing. We've both already marked our calendars to take the day off of work. So yes. you can all expect some really fun things happening over in this part of the world. Um, especially, especially if we see Animal Crossing. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Animal Crossing Switch being on the way, let's go ahead and move into our next topic, and that is how to prepare for Animal Crossing Switch. <laughs> and Sergio, you actually, you did a great job coming up with these notes. So <laughs> I I'll let you get into it. I've added some stuff underneath what you're saying, so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it is true. This is such a big release for, for most of us, you know, all of our listeners and, and the two of us and so many Animal Crossing players around the world that you 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 want to take time to prepare because, you know, you're going to be playing this game for many, many years and you're going to be happy to do so. So you kind of have to prepare in... You know, it's a little bit earlier. We don't, especially, we don't know the release date of the of, of the game, so we might touch back on this as a reminder. But we wanted to start thinking about the things that we need to do to prepare for it. And I think first and foremost, and it's something that we kind of even started as far back as in the beginning of the year with our New Year's resolutions. The big one is to clear your backlog and get any games that you want out of the way, especially big games. You know, for me, that was and still is Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so 
I restarted it. This is my second playthrough. But you know what I did this time? I knew that something could happen, <laughs> like Rocket League, and I could <laughs> I would start playing it less and less again. So what I did is I didn't do a lot of the main story. I kind of just did side quests so that if I stop playing it, I can jump back in no problem. And and that's a good thing I think. Yeah, yeah, and. I am falling into that same trap again since after Lent I started playing Splatoon 2 again <laughs> and now it's just so easy to pick up and play for like a few rounds and then it's fun. <laughs> it's so addictive. <laughs> and so I'm like slowly trying to work in other games once again into my, I guess, uh, meal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my video game meal plan. Um <laughs> But yeah, like I have a list of games here. I made I made this list. Uh, I've got My Time at Porsche, which technically there's a story and there's an end to it, but you can just keep playing mm. if you want. Um, so, uh, and I'm I guess I'm not too concerned about finishing the story. I just I'm really enjoying the game. Oh, nice. Um, but then there's Smash World of Light. I'm doing the story mode there. Uh, Splatoon Octo expansion, which I only did in a stream once, and I still want to do more. There's Mario and Rabbids DLC, which I've played the main game and I've beaten that and I really enjoyed it, cool. but I, I want to do the DLC with Donkey Kong and stuff. And then there's like my two long, long, long games, Xenoblade oh. Chronicles 2 and Octopath Traveler. I don't know if I'm going to get through those before Animal Crossing <laughs> comes out, but right. I do want to at least enjoy them to some extent before that. Yes. And then also there's Ukulele, which is something that I pick up every once in a while and I just have fun playing like a clunky kind of not super clean platformer <laughs> that <laughs> you know takes me back to my banjo kazooie days so, yes yes yeah so those are the games i'm gonna try to enjoy between now and animal crossing um there might be more here and there like i'm gonna pick up super mario maker 2 of course and do streams with that and play that a bunch but right but yeah i guess that's mainly that's what i have on my switch at this moment that i really want to enjoy Nice, nice. I, I like, you know, there's a lot of variety on the list for sure. Yeah, I I, I always have liked a lot of different games. So <laughs> there there's a lot of fun stuff in here that changes it up a lot. And also, as we were getting into this, I just remembered a post I saw on Twitter where somebody said, please, in this time, cherish your loved ones, your friends, those people <laughs> around you, because as soon as Animal Crossing comes out, they're all gone. <laughs> You're going to be gone. <laughs> so so now now could be the final days of your real life. <laughs> and, so, and we we say that in the nicest but truest way possible because it is it is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm mostly just hoping that I can get Jackie into this Animal Crossing game so so we can both experience this and you know just like hang out playing the game together and being like, "Oh, check this out. Look what I'm doing to my my home." And you know, I think she'd like that. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, yeah, for sure Everyone, if you have a couple of games, especially big games like RPGs or open world games and you want to experience them before a two or three year gap in your life, in your gaming schedule, definitely take the time now. You know, it's a it's a recommendation. Another thing, and this could always change, but depending on how many towns you start with, you know, it, uh, things can go one way or the other. Yeah, how many towns would you like to have? And right now, I'm about 70% sure that I want just one town. What about you? I... 
yes, I'm mostly leaning toward one. Um, I would do two if Jackie wanted to do like a town with me. Mm. Um, I think right now I would want to just handle our two own separate towns so she can like really get that sense of control and yes you know just being able to truly express yourself fully in the game so i'm leaning toward us both starting with one town and then maybe later in the game's life do like a a together town and we'll probably like let's play that or something (laughs) oh wow that sounds awesome (laughs) yeah so i'm leaning toward one right now as well cool cool and you know, I guess it depends also on getting the details of how it's going to work, if you're going to be able to have up to eight, one per account, or, or things like that. We should be finding out those details as as the date gets closer. Something else to start thinking about, your town name. <laughs> and again, I, I, I think it's safe to assume that we're going to be stuck with the eight character limit. Hopefully not, but I think it's it's a good bet <laughs> that you could make. So... Um, myself, I'm ninety percent sure that I'm gonna stick with my previous town name of Madera, and I think you are pretty sure too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna name my town Arena, which is sand oh. in uh, Spanish, spelled like arena. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's your second town name. No, yeah, I'm going with Haken. <laughs> nice. Um, it's just it's my it's my town. I feel like I'm going home when I'm going to Haken. You know. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, but Arena is a close second pick. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So it's also a good time to start thinking about a town tune or at least a few options. So in in Madeira, my my town tune is a portion of Ready, Steady, Go. It's from Full Metal Alchemist, but I actually got it from the Oendan game for the DS. It's like the... Japanese copy of Elite Beat Agents. It's a it's a pretty cool rhythm game. But to me the town tomb is always something really tied up to the to your town name. Like they kinda go together. So if I don't change my town name, I'm not changing my tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I usually I'll stick with like the basic tune for a while just because I want to enjoy it. Yes. Um and I'll probably do that for the first month, but Whenever in the past games I've changed my town tune, I just stick with it. Like, I don't change it ever again. Mm. But I think in this game I want to play with it a little more. I think I'm going to do, like, a monthly town tune. And since I'll probably be getting taking a lot of pictures and records, keeping records of a lot of my gameplay, <laughs> I think I'll be able to, like, go back to some of my favorites and... Maybe I'll make like a compilation of, or something of like the town tunes that I write throughout the months, you know? Oh, nice. So, yeah, I think this time I'm going to I'm going to start with the basic one for the first month or so and then move on and do uh, a different one every month. Um, and we'll see if I keep up with that. But that's what I'm going to go for <laughs> as of right now. Man, that that sounds like a really fun idea, actually. And, you know, it could be community involved, too. Yeah, yeah, that's another fun thing. Um, I think what would what I would like to do as well is I'd probably write one, and then I know I have like my little jingle that plays at the very beginning of my videos and oh, you know, yes. the podcast. I think maybe I'll just change it every month oh. to match my town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just play it on my guitar and try to match it. <laughs> nice. 
That sounds really yeah. cool. So another thing to start thinking about is if you're going to have any patterns in, in your town, like for flooring or for paths, really. And, you know, it it can go so many ways on this one. There, There's a limit in New Leaf. And so a lot of people actually had more than one villager in their town so they could have multiple paths and they could do some really, really amazing and creative paths uh, and patterns on their town. So... Yeah, it's time. It's time to start thinking about that. In especially if you're gonna go with a theme town, like a desert or an ocean or an island, anything, you know, a paths and flooring patterns are are a big part of those theme towns. So, it, I I remember actually that when I did my wooden flooring for Madera, I actually went ahead and since I was kind of in the mood, I just went ahead and did the ones for Arena for. Basically, the next Animal Crossing game, whenever that came out, I just wanted to have the paths ready to go. And I, I have them, but I'm probably going to stick with the old ones again, the wooden flooring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about a little different thing with patterns. And I actually want to start, like, planning out some custom outfits that I want to make in the next game. Um, I know I started out really liking making, like, patterns for paths and that sort of thing in new leaf and then after a while i was just like man it's hard to keep these things up <laughs> and so i quickly like moved away from that and began getting more interested in like making custom clothing so i made like a couple outfits that i actually had mm. for myself and so yeah i'd really i, I want to start thinking of like oh cool i want to you know kind of dress my character like me Every once in a while, make maybe like make some band T-shirts and that sort of thing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so that that's what I'm thinking of in regards to patterns for sure. Right, and you know, again, we don't know the details. How many limits there's gonna be on on patterns? So it's it's just a nice idea to kind of have your priorities in case we kind of have to pick and choose which ones to which ones to to carry with us basically at any given time. Yeet. <laughs> another thing to consider is the town ordinance and this is this is a big one that could change again because we could have more than one or we could get new ones but i think it's it's a good idea to start thinking okay let's say we are we're only limited to the four from new leaf i'm actually thinking that i'm gonna go with the night owl this time so i'm working i'm still working a little bit late later than than the last few years and by the time i'm home and i have dinner it's basically 7 p.m and if i if i get the early bird ordinance again you know the town is pretty much dead by 9 p.m there's nothing really much going on so i'm gonna go with night owl i'm i'm even gonna change my sleeping schedule <laughs> not to sleep more just to sleep around new leaf or animal crossing switch <laughs> I want you to sleep more. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a good call. I think at the beginning of the game, I was happy doing like a little bit of extra work without the beautiful town ordinance, for example. Right. Um, I didn't really have a reason to do the early bird or night owl ones because I was in college at the time and my schedule was literally like I had classes very early in the morning and classes late in the evening to night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the middle of the day was open for me most days. Um, so I didn't really have a reason to use those. But now I have that same situation. Like I get home and it's already 7 p.m. by the time I'm done with work and dinner and everything. So I think mm. the night owl ordinance is is feeling a lot better. Yes. Um, the more I think of it. But then also, 
there is the chance that I'm just gonna be taking my Switch to work after Animal Crossing comes out, and I'll play during my lunch break, <laughs> um, just to get a little bit of my own playtime, because I think, at the beginning at least, a lot of it's going to be streamed for me. <laughs> um, right, right. So I'll probably want to just, like, get into the game and just play it for myself sometimes. So. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, outside of that, I do think Night Owl Ordinance might be the the one that I want to go with for sure. Nice. That's cool. So another thing, and now we're getting into the hardware side of things, the friends list from the Switch. So, you know, there's a limit. And what I did actually back when I was playing a lot of Splatoon 2, actually, um, specifically, I would go through the people that I played with randomly online and I would send a friend request to anybody that had the KK Slider avatar. <laughs> and you know what? Most of them accepted, actually. It was really cool to, like, we, we kind of knew without knowing that, yeah, we're the KKs. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so the thing is, though, you know, like like I said, there's a limit to how many friends you can have. I, I'm not sure if it's 100 or 200, but there's definitely say, a limit. I want to say it's 300. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to say it's a pretty substantial number. So there's a lot of room for people, for sure. Oh, that that's cool. That helps. Because I want to add everyone from Haken, as, as many people as I can, even if it means having to remove uh, some of my KK friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you never know. Maybe those KK slider friends are going to be on Animal Crossing one day, have their town open, and you can just drop in. <laughs> um i'm sure the voice chat app through the mobile will work um right so though it's not you know it's not exactly how people want to do voice chat on a console but it's what we've got it's nintendo <laughs> <laughs> but it might work to talk to people too yeah yeah for sure and you know this the friend list might apply to pocket camp as well depending on if there's any integration and how much of it yeah, that's true. I mean, the friends list is already um when I when I go through like the options, I think there's a suggested friends option. There is Facebook, Twitter, and then they also have like if you are friends with somebody on another Nintendo app. Yes. So mm -hmm. be it Pocket Camp, Fire Emblem, I guess Mario Kart will be out at that point, but Oh yeah. Yeah, so there there are ways to see other friends who have a switch through that are friends with you on pocket camp. So yeah, I think it'll work out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now something else, and this is again, more on the hardware side of things, especially for any content creators out there, like, like you and I, if you're going to be planning to do a lot of recording or streaming of animal crossing on the switch, this would be a good opportunity to start preparing for it, uh, to have a setup and, and try it out and be happy with the quality and to, to have like a, a pattern and, and make sure that everything works all the time. I know that's, that's going to apply for me specifically because I don't stream that often. I, I know you do. So you, you kind of have a, your, your system pretty much nailed down, but yeah, this is a recommendation for any, anyone that wants to get into it. Yeah, this is a good time to start preparing. Yeah, yeah, really figuring out how to get your place set up to do that regularly is definitely the hardest part. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't stream incredibly often either. I try to do it once a week, um, Saturdays, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, when this game comes out, I think I'm just going to do like a daily stream for <laughs> like, I don't know, an hour out of my evening right. each day <laughs> um, just to play some Animal Crossing and hang out with people and, you know, let them see my town grow. Um, anybody who's interested. I know some people are like, oh, I kind of just want to enjoy the game for myself, not see other spoilers or what other people are doing, you know? Right. Um, but if you are interested... I'll have a stream going. <laughs> nice. Um, you know what? I I can see a lot of people playing Animal Crossing while watching <laughs> your stream or someone else play Animal Crossing. Uh, it's got to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true, too. Like, it'll be like you're just playing together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's an easy game to do that. Like, I, we're kind of doing the same thing with my time at Porsche, where we just kind of hop into the voice chat and play the game uh, separately, but together. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Now, this is kind of a sidebar question because you can always change your, your mind on this one for sure. But if you might want to start thinking, are you going to time travel? And I know for, for Chewie, for you and I, it's a big no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> right. And, you know, for me, it's also no, and unless there's a, a very special circumstance and I actually have a, a little bit of a confession to make. <laughs> it's a little bit sad, but so let's see. In 2013, right back in when it was time for New Year's into 2014, uh, I I I kind of fell asleep at 11:40 p.m. Oh no! <laughs> and and I woke up at 12:10, so I I kind of time traveled back a little bit so I could take photos of the event. <laughs> Sergio. I know. I know. <laughs> I get it, though. Because you have to wait a whole year. Yes. <laughs> to see an event that you were trying to stay up for and then fell asleep. <laughs> you know, I was really trying, but yeah, I failed. And I promise, though, this is, that's the only time that I time traveled. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I time traveled mostly on like the GameCube one when I'd finished, I'd gotten what I'd gotten out of that game and then Poncho moved out and I was like, oh, oh. it's just in the, in the same. So after that, I just started experimenting. I started a new town, just hopped around, kind of saw what, uh, tried to see what happened, you know? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So outside of that, I've never really done it. Um, maybe I have, but... <laughs> I don't, it wasn't anything like significant enough. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, usually you do just to like change to daylight savings time or something. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but that one doesn't count. The no, whole no. World, the whole world time travels at that point. Um, well, most of the world. There are a lot of people who don't do daylight savings time. Right. And I'm j- I love that. <laughs> I was one of those for a little while in Arizona. They don't do it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, I'm. Not planning on time traveling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So do, do you have any preparations, anything to recommend to the listeners? Um, I guess one for me personally is I do want to, I guess, prepare some rules for online play in the Haken community. Mm. Just because I imagine, you know, we have the friend code spreadsheet. We have a lot of people who can add each other and play with each other. And I want... You, as much as I don't want it to happen, I we're unfortunately we have to take into account that sometimes things there might be some bad apples. Things might go wrong. Mm-hmm. And we have to kind of have rules in place to be able to enforce them and say, all right, 
this person did this. Unfortunately, we're going to have to give them the boot. Um, right, right. And, you know, I I like to be a forgiving type of person. I like to give people lots of chances to do things. But I also need to realize that there are other people here who are, you know, experiencing some that could experience some harm, some damage. And um, we've got to be fair in, I guess, the justice that is served at that right. point, you right. know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I, I think for sure that's one personal one that I want to have ready. Just like have a Haken community guidelines for playing online and, you know, just to make sure people are safe, their towns aren't getting ruined and all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense because this is very, very dear to us. So we, we have to, we have to have a system to to keep that in check and to make sure that everyone is having the best possible time. And if if somebody doesn't agree with that or or, or wants to disrupt that um, on purpose or not, we, we kind of have we do need to have um, you know repercussions. Yeah, some actions need to be taken, and that's just the way it goes when we're running a, com- a com- community like this. You know. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to do is kind of like prepare um, for the content I'm making. I I mean, I'm looking at like a daily type of thing, but what types of videos just to change it up and all that. So yeah, I, I got to figure that out for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah for sure. Yeah, but no, I think you got a really good list of just what people can think of while they're planning their time with Animal Crossing Switch. Um, Because I imagine a lot of us will be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I think as soon as we have a a date, then things are going to start cutting off even more. You know, you're going to be able to say, okay, I have to stop playing these games by this point. And and the planning is going to become even bigger. I think it would be nice to revisit this list once we know all the details, the character, uh, the town... Uh, name limit if any you know yeah once we have all the details we can revisit this list and and just take a look again yeah and well uh i'm sure like a lot of our preparation plans are going to be affected by whatever we see yes and so just being able to see what types of things you can do in the game that's going to that's going to for sure change what I'm looking at. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to be, I'm going to see some really cool trees and I'm just going to say, yep, oh. put those in my home, put those, <laughs> I need those. Um, so we're, I'm for sure going to save some planning for like when we actually see what right. this game looks like. Yes. Yes, for sure. Cool. So anything else you want to say before we get into Haken's villager corner? No, I think we can move on. This is a fun one. Awesome. Haken's Villager Corner. So for those of you who don't know, this is our segment at the end of every show where we ask our Patreon patrons a question and they answer that. So these are their answers. And this week's question was, what is a holiday you'd like to see in Animal Crossing Switch? And before we get into their answers, I always like to direct this to you, Sergio. (laughs) Yes, and you know what? Okay, mine mine is is New Year's, and I know they, it's already in the game, and it is a kind of a big deal. But I I kind of want it to be more, and I think you're really gonna like this idea. I want the villagers in your town to be very supportive of New Year's resolutions. The, the, they could have their own, and then they could 
tell you about it and you could be encouraging as well but they could ask you well what's your resolution and it there could be a couple of mainline ones like the the, the big stays like i want to work out more or i want to read more and you can pick that and then a couple of weeks later or a few months later the villagers could ask you hey how are you doing or even for the weight loss one, it could be like a challenge thing. They could tell you, you know, I lost five pounds this week. Did, how many did you lose? And it could be like a really cool encouraging system to to keep track of your New Year's resolution and to, to keep you encouraged. Even if an option is for you to write down your resolution and, you know, the game kind of doesn't really know. But the villagers could still ask you about it. And I think that would go a long way to help us keep them in check. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I really like, I guess it would take a bit of AI to make work. Um, yes. So it'd be, it'd be cool. It'd be pretty interesting. And when I think about it, didn't you, we kind of had a thing where it was like, you could make a birthday wish, right? Yes. And <laughs> that wish, um, the, that character you told would sometimes repeat it, maybe to other characters, or, but they'd say it back to you at some point, and they said, yes. "Oh, you wished this," and um, you'd just be like, "Yeah, I did do that." Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it's fun to. They had a little bit of a callback with that, but I like the growth that you would get from your idea. You know. Yes, yes, and they they would also have their own New, Year, New Year's resolution, and probably one out of all of them would keep it, and the others would quit about a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so my, my, I guess, holiday one, and this is actually just tied to an item that I wanted for so long, and, you know, I didn't actually look this up, but I think it was, like, Kids Day in Japan, or something. Yes. <laughs> but it was the one that gave you that really cute, like, paper boat hat. Yes. I was always so <laughs> jealous that we didn't get that item in that in the States. Like, right. it was literally, you had to get it from someone who had the Japanese game. And you could, like, visit their town, or they could give it to you. Um, eventually, I did find somebody who sold me that item. Um but I would love to see that holiday make it just so I can get the hat. I want the cute <laughs> hat. And with that said, like, I wouldn't mind being able to learn about different holidays around the world. Like, if we were to have oh. them implemented into our game as well. Yes. Because, because as of right now, like, the localization team just kind of spends time making everything specific to mm -hmm. um to where you are. But now, like... That whole idea started back in like 2001 when they were working the game on, or on the game to bring it over to the US. They're like, right. yeah, this doesn't really make sense here in the States. Let's change it into something people will recognize. And now the world is so much smaller than it was then just because there's all this access to information on the internet. Sure. There are things we're not going to understand, but we have Google now. Like, we can look it up. <laughs> so, like, there's a site called Let Me Google That For You, because it's just a <laughs> reminder that the information's out there. So now I'm like, we can get other world holidays. Like, I would not mind them being integrated into the game so we can actually experience other places in in at least a little taste, you know? Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, for sure. That would be that would be awesome, and it would take 
time it would take less time from localization or specializing the holidays and removing things or changing things just leave it and explain it for everyone yeah yeah and be cool it just give it give them uh, the game a little bit more of an educational value too right. like you know the game already does a really good job of introducing kids to like games that are heavy on text like there's a lot right. of reading and then uh, the language is fairly simple you know they can they can pick up on everything people are saying in the game. Right. And mm-hmm. so to add a little bit more of an education to like, hey, there's the, this holiday from this part of the world. And this is a little bit about that. And here's how we celebrate it in Animal yeah. Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I, it feels like a good fit to me. Oh, for sure. All right. So let's get into some of these questions. We'll go ahead and go back and forth. And I'll actually start this time. The first answer is from Grizzly Nina, and she says, I'd love for Valentine's Day to be more interactive. It'd be super cute to go around wearing little wings and deliver secret love letters and chocolates, especially if the villagers dropped hints of who they like leading up to the event in a, in a way similar to Toy Day. That's adorable. Yes. <laughs> I Yeah, I feel like everybody runs into those two villagers in town that you're like, oh, they'd make a cute couple yeah. for sure. <laughs> So I I support this definitely and I feel like it makes it adds a little bit of I guess romance simulation without it being kind of bestiality <laughs> if that <laughs> the, the, kind of a graphic way to put it but yeah <laughs> no um, no it's true and it, it's it's a nice way to to tie the holiday to to that and like you said it's it's something that when we celebrate Valentine's Day, you know, we kind of want our villagers in town to be part of that, too. And, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So our next answer is by Quantrell Tobal. He says, a special character birthdays like Tom Nook, Isabel, the Able Sisters, KK, etc. And Quantrell, yes, this would be, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm all for this because they have birthdays. Right. <laughs> They're listed. There's a record of these things. So it'd just be nice if they had a little special thing happen when it happened. Yes. And if they can sort of specialize it to, you know, to match the what the special character does, like Kiki could have a birth- birthday concert or Isabel could just stay at <laughs> the office all day because because she wants to she wants to <laughs> <laughs> or or just just tweak it to to match their environment that would be amazing yeah and <laughs> you have such an opportunity to just give us a little bit more of a background for each character right Cathario says i'd like to see some kind of holiday where you can play games with your villagers all day maybe some kind of summer holiday Games like Hide and Seek or Island Games, and maybe some new ones for the Switch version. Many holidays have one big game, but I'd rather have several smaller ones that involve groups of villagers, like a sports festival. Many schools in my area have field day at the end of the school year for fun games like water balloon fights and races and other sporting events. I'd imagine it being in May, since that's when the school years have ended for me, and it's plenty warm by then. And yeah, I mean, this, uh, this feels like a callback to like the summer kind of games thing that happened in uh, Animal Crossing population growing, as well as like, you know, every day at 6am, you can go and work out with the animals. (laughs) Um, So yeah, no, I think this definitely has a place in the game for sure. (laughs) 
Yes, and again, you know, going back to real life and kids being off of school in the summer and just there's a lot of activity. Uh, you know, it's hot and everyone wants to be outside and, and just seeing that in Animal Crossing, it just it just ties everything together really well. Yeah. Our next answer is by Dragon and he says, maybe more fake holidays or holidays themed after certain species. So if you had that species in your town, you could celebrate them in a different way and then get a special species defined item. Oh, that, that's a really cool idea. <laughs> and, and it encourages you to, to let the villager rotation happen naturally so that you have different species all the time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's one thing I've grown to love about Animal Crossing. I, I think at first you experience the heartbreak of your best friend moving away. Right. But after a while, I feel like you should get to the point where you just really appreciate being able to meet more villagers. Right. Um. So the next one is from Verity B. It would be nice to have regional holidays specific to different cultures and countries. For me, I absolutely love Bonfire Night, and I imagine I, it would be relatively easy to implement into the game. All you'd need are fireworks, a bonfire, and sparklers at the minimum. Things we've already had before the fireworks show. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is another thing. Like, I'd like to learn about these different holidays. I don't know about Bonfire Night. I'd <laughs> gladly like to do, though. I love celebrations. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so, and fireworks are always fun. They're so nice. <laughs> yeah, and again, you know, in today's day and age when everything is so connected online, they could very easily update things to, to keep adding this type of international or culturally diverse holidays just to, to teach everyone about them. Our next answer is by Grace or a penguin named Abraham. I'd like to see a proper fe festival for Chinese New Year. It's not a part of my culture here here in Ireland, so I would love to experience a tribute to it in a game. Yes, again, we just want to learn about different cultures and their holidays, and it would connect all of us in Haken. There's so many people from all over the world. This could add more connection to that in, in yeah, connecting the, the cultures of the world with this single game. Yeah, especially like, you know, one of the big things happening with Nintendo right now is that they are trying to get the Switch into the Chinese market. Mm. And that's something that's like they haven't been able to do in a very long time. Like, for example, the only kind of recent Nintendo thing that exists is this IQ player <laughs> that has literally the 64 version of Animal Crossing available yes. on it. <laughs> and so like them getting into that market again is a big thing and showing it some love with like the Chinese new year, which now that I work at a company that like sells things worldwide and has like connections with China and everything, like I've learned a little bit more about it and like they take a whole week off of work to celebrate the new year. <laughs> and so it's a big part of that. So yes. Yeah. Just another thing that they can add and just teach more people about the world. It's awesome. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, so Cesar says, Dia de los Muertos. Come on, Nintendo. It's time. This holiday is <laughs> happening right after Halloween in real life. It's already great. Imagine having it in Animal Crossing. <laughs> you know what? It'd be pretty cute to see them all yes. dressed up and painted up and having their places decked out for that. I, I would love that. Yes, th this one I see them going all out <laughs> with the decorations. It would be, oh, it would be 
Animal Crossing is already colorful. Imagine this. <laughs> yeah, you just add way more color to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be amazing. So Rolu says, Bonfire Night would be a lot of fun, but I would love to be able to create our own holidays as major. It would be really easy to just decorate an area of the plaza, give your villagers items and outfits to wear, then set a date and time with Isabel. Being able to set up things like fireworks and inviting special NPCs, maybe via Amiibo, would be a nice addition as well. Oh, I this is so out of the box thinking. I love that. Just doing your own holidays. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think about this as a possibility, <laughs> but that is definitely cool. And it makes me think of one thing I really want to see with holidays is like more in involvement from the rest of the villagers and special yes. characters. Like I'd love to see all of the shops close down and then they open little stands outside of the plaza instead of, you know, just living like it's a normal day except it just happens to be a holiday, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um and so like this make gives me that vibe where you can make your own holiday and you can have people close down their shops and show up and I I would love that. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so the next answer is from Zekin and they said I'd like to see most of the other region specific holidays like Boys Girls Day but I'd also like to see what kind of AC spin-offs they could do on other holidays or made up ones. Also seeing something like Hanukkah be part of the build up to Toy Day or something would be neat too. Instead of just the menorah being a buyable item in Nooks the slash the Nooklings shop. That's true too. Like that is a cool thing to think about like having a build up to toy day or having something happen around it as well yes and a lot of these yeah of course it would take more time to develop but i think nintendo has had plenty of time <laughs> to work mm-hmm. all of this in and, and it just adds a lot of variety to the game and not just once but every year and this is a game that we're going to be playing for many years yeah definitely so sasha 505 says I would also like some more holidays in the summer, like a Japanese firework festival or a beach party. I would also like a few simple holidays that don't have a set date, but can appear randomly throughout the year. A cake eating day, sports day, out on a costume day, dad joke day, give everyone a hug day, pretend to be someone else day, or whatever it might be. They would be small holidays that are fun, but don't actually sound as a, it's a holiday so you can work today major type of thing. When a day like that suddenly appears, you would call your friends over and say, Come on guys, it's custom day. My animals are all dressed up funny. I would love something like that. I would also like some more anniversaries. I don't mind if they aren't even real holidays, but that Isabel just tells you about it. You've been playing this game for a month, wow. And the animals would all say something about it as well. Also, maybe they would make your birthday a little bit bigger. And for the other animals too like decorations in the trees, and the animals could wear cute party hats outside as well. There is a lot to dig into. <laughs> uh, definitely a lot of ideas, but I will, I do want to focus on yes to more holidays in the summer. I know a lot of people say they prefer playing Animal Crossing in the summer, and it feels like a summer game, but to me, I always felt like there wasn't a lot of like bonus stuff happening. Mm, right. To me, like the holidays and stuff fell into the category of like, oh, this is extra. This is like on top of everything that I could already do. Yes. And mm-hmm. so when it ro- summer rolls around and that stuff t- starts to like deplete and minimize, I do want to get just more things to do during that time. 
Yes, yes, for sure. And and I, I do like all of Sasha's ideas. I think the little things, not only in life, are amazing, but in Animal Crossing, of course, they carry over. So these little things could go such a long way, for sure. Yeah, the little things are really special in Animal Crossing. Yes. <laughs> so Arden and Herman say, international holidays from all over would be awesome. Region-specific holidays seem like a great idea, but it would be cool to be able to experience holidays from every culture, not just the one that you happen to be in. And yeah, this is something I talked about earlier, but it's definitely, I feel like it's just time to start opening the game up to an international type of feel versus like just the region. Yes, yes, and it would be really cool to know that everyone is experiencing this holiday, regardless of where they are, regardless if it is specific to the region or not. Everyone is, and everyone can talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, Sean Williams, or Swilly, says, I think some holidays that are specific to Animal Crossing may be something on April 14 for when Double Tsunamori releases originally on the N64, some kind of Founder's Day. <laughs> so, a celebration of Animal Crossing within Animal Crossing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, the meta things to Animal Crossing are always fun to me. <laughs> so, yes, I'm for it. For sure. Especially with, like, you know, Nintendo did not really make a big deal of it being yeah. Animal Crossing's <laughs> 18th anniversary this past year. So we need some love. Yes. <laughs> Avidea says, not necessarily a holiday, but I wish there were big KK concerts, like maybe once a month or so. Just hold a big concert with a theme, one for electronica and upbeat <laughs> music, one for rock or something like that. You get better merch if you dress according to the theme, or maybe backstage access if you wear a particular article of clothing. Yes. I heard you gasp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, an electronica show with KK, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the biggest concert we see from KK is just a little tiny part in the Animal Crossing movie. <laughs> right. And that'd be nice. It'd just be nice to see that. Yes, yes, for sure. And, you know, there's so many different... I mean, KK is the master of genres, so he could have a concert for everyone. Yeah, he does it all. <laughs> <laughs> so Rain says, Day of the Dead. We already have Halloween, but seeing Day of the Dead a decor in costumes around the village would be so cool yes it, it would be the most colorful thing and it would be it would just be amazing yeah and just thinking of like the neon bright lights during the darkness too <laughs> that'd be really fun oh yes because <laughs> we have like the glow sticks and things in animal crossing and yeah i, I just want to see more of it yes for sure and finally, our final answer for the day is from Nernip, and they said, Acorn Festival. Oh, man, I miss Tortimer and his acorns. I think you mean Cornimer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no, I love the acorns. I talk about this all the time, but just Wild World had really cool things going on with its unique holidays, and the Acorn Festival was always really special because for the first time and only time ever, like the normal trees gave us something that yes. wasn't just like, a, <laughs> you know, a stray piece of furniture or 
money, <laughs> but they give us acorns. I, I mean, of course, a piece of furniture and money in real life would be amazing. <laughs> and trees actually do make acorns, but Animal Crossing trees don't. So it's just, it's something that's really cool. And I would love to see the acorns make a return and just more, more collectibles in general. Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, that that's all our answers from this. It was a really good Haken's Villager Corner. I was yes. happy about this question. A lot of people came out and responded. And yeah, you all have some really great... Uh, I, I love celebrations, so... Yes. I love these answers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. If you do want to be a patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo For just a dollar, you can support our show, get tons of cool things, and you can see our current goals to improve the show and our content. We try to really make it worth it because we appreciate your support. And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment to let us know what holidays you want to see in Animal Crossing Switch. And if you also like, let us know if you think Animal Crossing is going to be at E3. And please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>